0: Hi, I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath, and welcome to my weekly Torah Thoughts, the special thought for Parshat Balak. Today we're going to talk about heroes. Hero is a word that's thrown around a lot nowadays. Sports heroes, celebrity heroes, the world and especially the Jewish world is talking about Wonder Woman right now. We talk about courage and heroes in so many different ways. But imagine the courage to actually stand up to the superpower of your time. A superpower with an army, with secret police, with jails, with guards. A superpower that is literally and directly trying to kill you for your beliefs and just for your beliefs. This week we celebrated one such hero. On the 12th of Tammuz, it's the birthday of the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak Schneerson. And it also happens to be that that was the day that he was freed. After the communists very nearly succeeded in having him killed for his efforts in keeping the flame of Judaism alive throughout the former Soviet Union. Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak became the Rebbe when his father passed away in 1920. Those were dark times in that part of the world. The communist revolution began in 1917 and was still ongoing, and the upheaval and the suffering were the rule throughout the vast Russian Empire. As the communists emerged victorious, they turned their attention to anything they considered a danger, any counter-revolutionary behavior. Chief among these was religious expression. There were a group of young Jews who had turned away from their parents' religion. They were called the Yevseksia. They fought bitterly and mercilessly against the remaining shred of Jewish practice and pride. It was in this hellish environment that the Rebbe began his work. He gathered his students, with some even making a pact, to fight for Judaism, even if it took their lives. And eventually, most of those students did die at the enemy's hands. They created networks of underground yeshivas and schools. They fought to keep shuls and mikvahs open and created new ones where they had been shut down. In 1927, the battle reached its peak. The Yavsakziah set a plan in motion and had the Rebbe himself arrested by the GPU, which was actually the KGB of the time. Their plan was to have them swiftly killed, before word got out and pressure was brought to bear. It's a long story, but miraculously, their plan didn't work out. A cry was raised around the world at the Rebbe's arrest, and his sentence was commuted from a death sentence to 10 years of hard labor in Slovakia, and eventually to three years of exile in Kostroma, and finally to freedom, leading eventually to his departure from Russia An eventual escape to the United States. The story is a long and absolutely incredible one. It was told by none other than the Rebbe himself, who recorded the events in his diary in beautiful descriptive prose that brings the places, the people, and the emotions to life. It's been actually translated in a couple of versions. The heroic struggle, a prince in prison, It's an unbelievable book, an unbelievable story, and I highly recommend that you get your hands on it. Let me share just one brief anecdote from among the hundreds. Seeing the extensive attempts to psychologically crush and demoralize prisoners throughout the process, the Rebbe decided to exhibit complete calm in all interactions with his captors, and even to relate to them dismissively. He would respond only in Yiddish, and refused to allow himself to be intimidated, even when it resulted in beatings. In one instance, the interrogators were so infuriated, they shouted, Don't you understand where you are? The Rebbe calmly responded, Yes, I understand. I'm in a place that by Jewish law is exempt from a mezuzah. A jail is exempt from a mezuzah because people don't dwell there by their own free will but the more common examples of places exempt from a mezuzah are actually bathrooms and barns and things like that, just for reference. One of the interrogators pulled out his handgun. You'll see, he said. Eventually you'll talk. Eventually everybody talks. This little toy convinces everyone. That toy, the Rebbe answered, only affects those who have many gods And only one world. I have one God and two worlds, and that toy doesn't impress me. The Rebbe ended up spending 18 days in prison, during which he was repeatedly beaten and tortured, from which he suffered the rest of his life. But he remained unbowed and unbroken. When, towards the end of his time in prison, he was informed that he would be sent off by train to his city of exile. He informed his guards that in no uncertain terms, that there was no way he would travel on Shabbat. And they ultimately kept him in prison until that Sunday. Even before heading off, he sent one of the Hasidim ahead to open a Jewish school and a mikveh in Kashtramah, continuing the very activities he was imprisoned for. And when just nine days later, He was informed of the miraculous news that he was going to be completely free. He redoubled his efforts in encouraging the Jews of the Soviet Union to be strong. In the train station, when thousands of fellow Jews came to greet him, he gave a speech declaring, only the bodies of the Jewish people were sent into exile, never our spirits. Nobody has the power to dictate in any way the spiritual behavior of a Jew. One man stood up to the mighty Soviet Empire, the superpower of the time. He mobilized an army of Hasidim. And while it seemed impossible at the time, those Hasidim planted the seeds of a Jewish underground that never died out. The mighty Soviet Union, meanwhile, eventually faded and fell. And when it did, The Jewish underground, planted by Rabbi Yosef Yitzchak, and nurtured by his son-in-law and successor, the Rebbe, blossomed and flowered into the vibrant Jewish life throughout the former Soviet Union that exists today. But this, this wasn't about one man, as the previous Rebbe wrote on the day he was freed. Not only me did God redeem, but every single Jew. The Rebbe empowered us, each of us, to be a hero. He taught us each about the importance of standing up for what we believe in, of exhibiting Jewish pride even under the longest of odds, and even in the most difficult circumstances. And he promised us that when we do so, we will be victorious. I'm Rabbi Yisrael Bernath. Shabbat Shalom. Hi, Rabbi Bernath here. I have some great news for you. My popular four week course, Kabbalah for Everyone, is available right now for free for the next 50 people who download it. All you have to do is go to www.theloverabbi.com, scroll to the bottom of the page, and you're going to see the download button right there. In this course, I talk about the Kabbalistic secrets to relationships